Good morning and welcome this Saturday morning to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday on our study talking about the different names that the Feast of uh, Weeks had or the Feast of Pentecost or Pentecost in the New Testament. And we had uh, mentioned that we'd like to read some of those scriptures and look at what the Bible actually had to say from some of those. We had the name uh, the day of first fruits, we had the week of <clears throat> the feast of weeks, we had uh, the latter first fruits, uh, the second first fruits. These were names that were given. Some were given, and those were the traditional names that were used by the the Jews. Also, the scriptural names that were actually uh, written in in the Bible, uh, <clears throat> the giving of the law, or the giving. And then we had, in the scripture, and of course, uh, Pentecost on the day that the Holy Spirit was, was given, and the counting of the Omer. And that one had to deal with actually counting. <coughs> now, let's consider something about all the feasts together uh, as a whole. Just to kind of give you a mindset uh, it's important to understand that the Jewish feast were celebrations, uh, uh, joy, time. Of course, the Feast of Atonement was not, but the others, they were celebrations. There were God's feast, uh, three specific ones where the males were supposed to uh, meet together, but all of them were God's feast. In other words, God is the one that selected and he is the one that made the decision of when and where and when. and All of these feasts were to be observed. It was a joyous occasion, a, a time of celebration. So if you consider the Passover first, this is the mindset that you've got to keep in mind uh, that the Jew himself was actually going through. Okay, on the 10th of that month, I had to go and select a lamb. I had to separate it from the rest of the herd and uh, make sure that this was uh, 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 no defects, nothing wrong with it. Because on the 14th day, it was going to be sacrificed as the Passover lamb. So already we started four days uh, uh, earlier. In selecting that, that lamb on the 10th, and then on the 14th, of course, that's when it was going to be sacrificed, the uh, 14th of Nisan, that was the name of the month, Nicene. And <clears throat> keeping in mind that the very following day after the Passover, that the Feast of Unleavened Bread was going to begin for seven days that they were going to be celebrating it. So remember, here, here we are. We started on the 10th of the month and then add to that another seven more days. And well, it kind of gives you an idea that that's a, that's a long time. But on that very day of unleavened bread is also the beginning of the counting, the omer. That is when you started counting your days up until you reached the 50th day, which was Pentecost. So here we go again. You start on the 10th, separate the lamb. 
On the 14th, the lamb is sacrificed. On the following day, the 15th, then you begin the Feast of Unleavened Bread. But at the same time, you begin to count until you get seven weeks plus one day, which is 50. That is the day of Pentecost. The day after you start counting, the day after you start counting for the Feast of Pentecost, that following day is the Feast of First Fruits. Now, if you begin to get the picture, it's almost like having your birthday is coming up and you begin to prepare for it. And then right after you've had your birthday, then all of a sudden, uh, let's say uh, it's an anniversary. So you've got that in mind. And then right after the anniversary, uh, it's going to be, let's say, Christmas. But at the same time that it was your anniversary, you begin counting for some other anniversary because 50 days from that, something else is going to happen. So it was a mind frame and a mindset that for several months, you were going to be kind of like in a festive mental uh, attitude. You, you were going to be celebrating one thing, jumping in right to the next. You were kind of like, you have the Feast of Unleavened Bread, you have the counting beginning, and then the following day is the Feast of First Fruits. It, they're just all of these things happening at the same time. So now you are counting. And as you are counting... Then, of course, uh, we had learned you reached that 40th day when Jesus was taken up and ascended into heaven. Then you have the 10 days uh, in between the time that he was taken up and the time that the Holy Spirit came uh, 10 days later. You went from one spring festival all the way to a summer festival. So this is just all interesting when you look at them as a whole in the natural well, if you stop and think about it in the realm of the Spirit, that we begin to rejoice uh, in the Lord and that there is no dividing, no separating of one day from another. It's just going from one feast literally to another, uh, of a feast of celebrating and worshiping and praising God and then just jumping in the next day, another celebration. It doesn't necessarily have to be a holy day or a holiday, but just an attitude of rejoicing the Lord always, rejoicing. Uh, the strength, the joy of the Lord is my strength, which in the time of Nehemiah, in chapter 8 and verse 10, where they were having a festival and separating uh, for those that hadn't been able to go uh, a portion uh, for them. So think of these feasts as very festive, even though, even though on Passover it was the sacrificial lamb that was dying or being sacrificed. And of course, uh, once we get into the other feast, then you have the Day of Atonement. That is a day of humbling yourselves before God, especially the nation of Israel. A time of repentance, a time of fasting, a time of seeking God's face, a time of for, 
of uh, asking for forgiveness and cleansing spiritually. So all of these things go hand in hand. But anyway, <clears throat> let's read some of these. Exodus 34, uh, 22. Thou shalt observe the Feast of Weeks, remember one of the names, and of the first fruits of wheat, not barley, of the first fruits of wheat harvest. So it's the Feast of First fruits of the wheat harvest, or the barley harvest, of course, was the first fruits that were offered in the spring. This one is in the summer. And the feast of ingathering at the end of the year. This feast has to do with all the other crops that were brought in during the fall. Think of it kind of like our fall time when you have all these crops that are coming in, uh, especially when... It comes to Thanksgiving and all that. You, you've got yams and you've got uh, pumpkins and you've got all these things that are harvested during that time. Well, they also had a third feast of, of gathering. First, the harvest of barley. Second, the harvest of wheat. One in the spring, one in the summer. And now this feast of ingathering at the end of the year, right before winter would get here which would be the time that you started planting to get ready for the harvest of spring again, your barley. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 16, in verse number 10, Thou shalt keep the feast of weeks unto the Lord your God with a tribute of a free will offering. They were required not only to bring a free will offering, but they were required that they not come empty-handed before God when they did that. So you will be, <clears throat> you will bring a tribute of a free will offering of your hand, which you shall give unto the Lord your God according as the Lord has blessed you. So notice, it doesn't say exactly in how much. But it's kind of like in the New Testament, according as the Lord has blessed you. So the, the, the greater the increase, the more the increase, then the greater the, the offering that should be brought before the Lord. In Second Chronicles, in chapter 8, in verse 13, as we read, it says, Even after a certain rate, every man or every day, offering according to the commandment of Moses, on the Sabbath, and on the new moons, and the solemn feast. Now remember, the solemn feasts were those feasts specifically selected by God that He said that the males should appear before Him. Those solemn feasts were called holy days. Another name for that would be they were called Sabbath, days of rest. Those were days of celebration before Him. And on the solemn feast, three times in a year. And then it names them. These are the specific feasts that the males were to appear at. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, which, remember, lasted seven days. And in the Feast of Weeks, that one lasted 50 days. In other words, it took 50 days before you got to it. And then the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, in each and every one of these, there's connections. 
Uh, we're going to learn later between some of the feasts that happened in the fall that there was 10 days in between them, between one starting, another one ending, uh, which kind of reminds us of what happens at 10 days from when Jesus was taken up, up until the 10 days uh, that the day of Pentecost was celebrated. But until then, consider this. If you have an opportunity to review some of these things, read them over and study them. Uh, they are helpful, especially because they're part of our Jewish heritage. Even though we are Christians, this is part of what they celebrated. But within these feasts, remember, we're going to find gold, silver, we're going to find brass, iron. Depending on how much we dig, depends what we're going to find. So until then, keep looking up. Your redemption draweth nigh. The Lord bless you richly. In Jesus' name, amen.